Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, we've already stopped down the show here. Everything's just been turned upside down here, and uh, it's kind of on the brain here. But... Yeah, okay, let's get back to the pitch. Uh, just go to cnjradio.com, because you know what? cnjradio.com is ever-growing, and I'm, I'm sure you can listen to this show on other different podcast outlets. If you're listening to it on a different outlet, just leave a nice review and recommend it to people. Word of mouth is key, and I would greatly appreciate it for those of you who stay subscribed somehow, in some way. Thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it. You know, uh, I am not, uh, you know, current... Uh, or even definitely not ahead on most things pop culture nowadays. But I do share a handful of things with the rest of the world in the present. And definitely one of those things from the last few years is a fandom of the Netflix show Stranger Things. I'm assuming at this point, even if you are living under a rock on the moon with your hands over your ears and your eyes closed, you've heard of Stranger Things. Thank you, Simpsons. And even if you haven't watched it, you would probably guess that uh, the show takes place during, uh, which starts in the year 1983. It's currently in its third season. I hold my hands up in quotes because, you know, it's like the BBC. They're more like series because there's, you know, just a handful of episodes each time they do it. Uh, but yeah, the season one starts up in 1983 and currently in its third season right here. It takes place in 1985. So it's very 80s-centric. You know, some people say it's overly 80s. Some people say it's just right. Uh, You be the judge. But one thing I do know is that they feature excellent music throughout the show. And I'm a little behind in doing a Rock Strikes 10-centric episode on Stranger Things. But I figured I'd go ahead and do it now and just catch up. Why not? So, of course, I'm going to be featuring songs that are featured on the show Stranger Things. But as we do here on Rock Strikes 10, nothing is ever so simple. Much like in the show, I'm taking you into the Upside Down. So, this episode, we're going to feature songs from Strictly Season 1 of Stranger Things. We will flip it, and we're going to play cover versions of these songs. Yeah, alright. I mean, you know, and more power to the shows that have just played the versions you hear on the episodes. But I just can't do anything simple around here. (laughs) So... It's a blessing and a curse. So once again, tell your friends about Rock Strikes 10. So once again, venturing here into the Upside Down. And maybe we'll have a little bonus here at the end of the episode if you come along on this entire journey here with me. Uh, You know, let's start here before we get to the first song. Definitely want to give a massive, massive thumbs up and double horns in the air. Uh, for the band Survive, especially Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein. Uh, They're uh, one of us. They're Texas boys, and they have this band Survive, uh, and they're Austin, Texas-based, the capital of Texas there, and they do all that amazing music, uh, all the score that takes place during the show. So I'd be remiss 
if I was going to do an episode, you know, talking about the music of Stranger Things and not mention those guys, go support their stuff. They actually, in addition to the score albums you can buy for the Stranger Things soundtracks, and there's a, there's a few out there now, but once again, they have a band called Survive. Go pick up their records. They do original material that's not based into any TV show or film. And if you like the stuff that they do for Stranger Things, it's you're going to love the stuff that they do under the name Survive. It's, you know, just like it. And that's a good thing. <laughs> Alright, now we've given up for our local favorites there. Survive out of Austin, Texas. Let's get into the music. Uh, probably the first licensed song that was played in Season 1 uh, was an old garage favorite by The Seeds. It's a ballad called Can't Seem to Make You Mine. And there's no shortage of covers of that song out there because it's definitely a garage rock standard at this point. I had uh, tons of songs and tons of versions to pick from. Got down to two versions. And, you know, I was definitely tempted to play the Ramones version and I like the Ramones version, but this one just has a nice dark tinge to it. So I figured it, it fits in with the theme here for Stranger Things. And one of my favorite 90s bands and one of my favorite bands ever in addition to the Ramones, is a band called Garbage. Uh, so they have a really cool, nice, haunting version of this song. So kicking off our Stranger Things Season 1 Upside Down tribute, this is Garbage with Can't Seem to Make You Mine. I can't seem to make you Oh, <laughs> 
kicking off our Stranger Things Season 1 Upside Down Tribute. That was Garbage with their version of The Seeds, Can't Seem to Make You Mine. Hope you enjoyed that. Nice slow dark dance theme there for you. And, you know, interestingly enough, I'm just noticing here, just looking at the song list here, for a show that takes place in the 80s, there's definitely a handful of 60s material on here. Uh, Not that the 60s weren't back by the 80s, but I just thought that was kind of weird. So we're going to do another cover of a 60s song here, uh, also appearing early on in Season 1 of Stranger Things. Of course, the Jefferson Airplane classic White Rabbit is featured in this series, and uh, I got a couple of covers of that, uh, most notably from another one of my favorite, favorite all-time bands. They're a perennial favorite here on Rock Strikes 10. We do play them quite a bit, but for good reason. So here you go. Here's a really cool version of White Rabbit by The Damned. Dam's version of Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit. You can find that uh, as, a, as a single, actually, that came out in 1980. And if you're looking for it on disc, there's a really cool special edition version of the Black Album from 1980, 
where it has both the seven inch version and the extended version. I played you the seven inch single version. Some people may thank me for not playing the extended version. There you go. Still enjoyed it. I enjoy both versions, but uh, there you go. Single edit for you guys on the show tonight. Not because you're not special, but maybe because I like it just a bit too much. All right. And uh, with any show that features anything made in the 80s, or even if you're a video game, or if you're a blog site, or whatever it is, a graphic novel, if it takes place in the 80s, this is becoming one of the 80s zeitgeists. It's on every playlist. And I got to admit, I grew up with it, still not sick of it. I don't know what it is, but uh, I've always felt this song. And uh, there's almost a resistance now to the song because it's just so damn popular. And I'm going to play an obvious cover version of this song as well. But hey, nothing's easy in the upside down. So if you're not a fan of this, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. It's my show. Still love this song. Always going to love this song. Come along with me. It's Africa.
right, there you go. Of course, that was Weezer and their cover of Africa, their massively popular cover of Africa. It's everywhere. It's in everything. It's even on Rock Strikes 10. That's how big the song is. So, yeah, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. Like I said, I never get sick of it, so, hey, what have you. But, hey, the upside down, it's it's not an easy journey for some of you. Some of us can survive in there. Speaking of survive, I mentioned that band Survive at the top of the show. Great band, great unit out of Texas here, and another great Texas unit here. Yes, that is a slight dick joke there. But uh, that being said, you, you can't not be slightly sophomoric and not talk about one of our favorites out of Texas. It's Bowling for Soup. Uh, you know, honestly, pop punk is not one of my favorite genres ever. I don't hate on it too much because at the end of the day, it's, it's just fun for whoever's involved with it. And I do like fun. Uh, Bowling for Soup. I love them. I, I was sold on them by going to see them live, and you should do the same thing. If they play your neck of the woods, you're going to have a good old time. Probably the more you drink, too. And they'll encourage that, because they do the same. Uh, of course, they have a ton of covers in their catalog. And of course, being big fans of the 80s, being children of the 80s as well, much like myself, you'll find a lot of 80s covers just on compilations, B-sides, on their regular albums, what have you. And of course, happen to be covering this song here that was featured in Season 1 of Stranger Things. This is Denton, Texas' own Bowling for Soup with their version of I Melt With You.
without getting too much into spoilers here for later seasons, I feel like that song might have worked a lot better on season three. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> but there you go. That was Bowling for Soup's version of I Melt With You, originally done by Modern English. Uh, I've got that version off of Bowling for Soup's B-Sides and Covers compilation called Bowling for Soup Goes to the Movies. It's even a really kick-ass cover version of Matthew Sweet's Sick of Myself on there and a bunch of other crazy-ass things. So go check it out if you are so inclined. Man, you know, there's a lot of people that have covered this song as well, but I'd have to say the best cover version of this song does belong to Living Color. This song will probably now and forever be lumped in with Stranger Things almost every time somebody brings it up now. It's very synonymous with the show. For those of you that haven't seen it yet, once you do see it, you'll realize what I'm talking about here. So here's Living Color with their awesome kick-ass cover version of The Clashes. Should I stay or should I go? Darling, you got to let me know Should I stay or should I go? color throwing it down there with their killer take on the clashes classic should i stay or should i go it's always weird calling a song a classic if it has been around no longer than i've been alive so really weird i was four years old when that song came out so i was four years old when stranger things season one took place if you're 
going into this fantasy realm here with me and the upside down always curious as to uh, know you know what you think of what i'm playing here so feel free to contact me on all the links on cnjradio.com and the rock strikes 10 page that's associated with that find it on facebook and all that stuff i'll plug it more at the end of the show but i'd love for you to get involved and send me a message let me know if you're hearing any of these versions for the first time uh not so i can brag or anything but you know i'm just curious i want to want to know what your musical journey is as well uh almost guaranteed no one's heard this version i haven't heard it in much of anything unless uh, some random modern tv show has picked it up or something and i'm not aware of it uh but gerard way uh, ex my chemical romance lead singer Yes, I said My Chemical Romance. I was really getting into them before they broke up, actually. They were putting out some damn fine records, and uh, then they broke up. So I'm sorry, guys. I think I jinxed them. I have a way of doing that. I'll get into a band. I'll just break up, even if they've been around for fucking ever. (laughs) It's weird. Uh, But yeah, Gerard's been, uh, in addition to the solo album he put out a couple years ago, which is actually pretty damn good, he's dropped a a couple of random singles-only releases, like on the digital platform. Uh, a couple of covers here and there. He did one of Happy Together. And also this one right here. A song that was featured on Stranger Things Season 1. I don't even recall hearing it on the show. But if uh, if you heard it on the show via the Bangles version, that would be massively out of sync with the year it's supposed to take place in. I, I do get a little geeky about that kind of stuff when they... You know, even if it's not meant to be like something they're hearing for real on the show... I still think it's weird. There's so many songs from, you know, 1983 or 1984, whatever, that they could use. So I don't understand going outside of the pocket of that and using songs that haven't existed yet by that point. And although this song, (laughs) see, I'm getting into semantics here, because this song actually did exist in the 60s, but tons of people did not even realize it was a Simon and Garfunkel song when the Bengals covered it. Yes, if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm talking about Hazy Shade of Winter, Uh, but yeah. I, 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 there's a bad time to use that example of them going outside the timeline of songs. Um, but I'm going to leave it in. Fuck it. Um, hey, it's, uh, it's rock and roll. So, yeah, here you go. Gerard Way. And uh, this is his 2019 cover version of Simon and Garfunkel, albeit he's doing the Bengals version of Hazy Shade of Winter. Enjoy.
right there you go that was gerard way and it says featuring ray toro i'm not sure who that is but those two guys doing uh, the Bengals version of Simon and Garfunkel's Hazy Shade of Winter. See, I said it better the second time. There you go. You can find that as a single-only release out there in the internet world. It's out there. Go look for it. His version of Happy Together is pretty good, too, although I was kind of thrown off by them covering that when Weezer just covered it this year also, but hey, whatever. Maybe he wasn't aware of it at the time. But you really can't fuck up Happy Together. It's a perfect song. Uh, yeah, here you go. Here is a 80s song being covered by someone who's also from the 80s. I always think that's kind of bizarre. It's like, you know, I'm not saying you, you can't cover your contemporaries. I just think it's kind of bizarre sometimes when it happens. Uh, Rick Springfield actually put out, uh, I think, a mostly 80s cover album a while back. It's called The Day After Yesterday. And on it, he covers a song that was in Stranger Things Season 1. Of course, it has to be. That's why I'm going to play it right now. Yeah, so there you go. Rick Springfield. And yes, I do like me some Rick Springfield. Uh, here's him. Uh, and this one's a hard one to pull off. It's not uh, better than the original. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's fine. It's it's It does its job. So, yeah, I'm setting the bar a little low here. You'll see what I mean. It, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, doing a great job, Joey. Okay. Uh, but here's Rick Springfield covering the foreigner couple's skate-only classic, Waiting for a Girl Like You. Couple's skate-only. I repeat, couple's skate-only.
some 80s in your 80s there rick springfield doing foreigners waiting for a girl like you i think one of the things that kind of misses the mark for me on that cover like i said it's fine it's totally passable i enjoy it it's, i i own it i must uh but you know missing that thomas dolby keyboard uh from the original version i think really hurts that cover version you know it, that one's really hard to replicate but i think he did a decent job better than i could for sure so hey not complaining i'm just you know being that internet guy so all right let's get into another fun cover here and this song uh, really had its day uh, a couple of years ago whenever it was featured on stranger things season one because at the same time it was being featured on here it was being covered by this band right here who's red hot right now and i'm a fan of this band i was album one with them and the whole thing uh but yeah ghost covering echo and the bunnymans nocturnal me Wow, this song, uh, you know, I was—I had heard the song before, but it didn't really resonate with me. And it's just one of those things where when it's used in those kind of a situation, like a, a song you hear, like in a Tarantino movie, it just kind of finally has its day in the sun or, you know, in, in the dark because, you know, it's all goth and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, love this version. Love the original version now. Uh, so here you go. Ghost doing Nocturnal Me. Enjoy. 
And turn the lights off, of course. Well, you don't have to. We're, we're already in the upside down.
Alright, there you go, Ghost, and their take on Echo and the Bunnymen's Nocturnal Me. Dear Mr. Echo. Okay. You totally either get that reference or you don't. I'm sorry, I'm not going to go into detail there. So if you get that reference, send me a message. You know, let me know. Okay. From Ghosts of Vampires, uh, this year there was a new Hollywood Vampires record. And I'm really enjoying it right now. I'm not going to give you like a full review or anything, but it'll definitely be featured at some point here, especially by the end of the year. I would definitely recommend going to pick up this record. It's got a lot more classic elements of Alice Cooper that you may not have heard on the last couple of Alice records. But of course, with the uh, core band being Alice, Joe Perry, and Johnny Depp, along with Tommy Hendrickson from Alice's current band, by the way. Tommy is definitely the guy that puts all the pieces together. You can definitely tell. And, uh... Yeah, so it's a good record. Go check it out. It's called Rise, and uh, it's definitely a, a big step because they pretty much did all covers on the first album, and on this album, they do just a small handful of covers, and this is one of them. This is the one they're kind of featuring out there on the circuit because of the anomaly of Johnny Depp singing this song. You know, it's definitely getting some attention there, and I think it's a fine version. It's another one of those songs, if you can at least play, it's really hard to screw up. But uh, that being said, enjoy this version quite a bit. So here you go, and another song, of course, featured on season one of Stranger Things. This is Heroes by the Hollywood Vampires, featuring Johnny Depp on lead vocals.
right, there you go. Heroes by the Hollywood Vampires, Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper, Joe Perry, Tommy Hendrickson, and a bunch of other guests and wacky surprises throughout that album. So go check it out. I'm not going to blow the other covers on there for you, but uh, they're really fun. And the originals are super cool. Yeah, if you thought I was going to play the Wallflowers version of that, then uh, you haven't been listening to the show very long. I I do like one Wallflowers song, but not that version. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, here you go. And, And I'd be remiss if I didn't say that the interesting usage of heroes in Stranger Things Season 1, they actually used a modern cover of that. They used Peter Gabriel's version of heroes, which I thought was really neat i mean it's definitely kind of a timeless sounding thing so i have no problem with that so much and you know go back and forth about you know proper usage of songs and time pieces but at least that one was pretty well done and you could tell they weren't listening to that on any kind of device or anything <laughs> like a like a, a fisher price recorder like i had around that time <laughs> I know the show's not totally over yet, but I can see that we're getting out of the upside down here. We're going to ease our way out of it, exiting that, and uh, return to the normal plane here. And uh, I'm glad I had some of you out there to come along with me on that journey to the upside down of Stranger Things songs. We made it all the way to the other end here, and we're all the better for it. You guys are my friends if you're listening to my voice here, so you can't do it without your friends and your mates. And, uh, yeah, you guys are everything. So thanks again for listening. And, you know, we could use more friends. Why not? Spread the word. Uh, now that we're here in normal land, uh, we still haven't finished with the show yet. We got one more song to do. But we had to uh, exit the Upside Down so I could do this. I'm going to play an original. <laughs> I'm going to play an absolute 100% original version of one of these uh, great 80s songs used during Stranger Things Season 1 and for two reasons. <laughs> Number one, couldn't find a good cover version of this. I just... Nobody can cover this song. There have been cover versions done of this song, but they're all terrible. And you just can't replicate this song. You're gonna have to really turn this song on its head uh, to maybe attempt to uh, have a, a proper go at this, but that is yet to happen. You, you have to go with the original. And you're talking about 80s. I put this, and you know, I should probably make this list at some point. But if I was going to make a top 10 list of songs that just scream 80s and are great, this song's going on there. It's one of my all time favorite songs. One of my first favorite songs ever. We're closing off this uh, episode here with Sunglasses at Night.
Closing off this episode here, our season one wrap-up, turning Stranger Things season one on its head into the upside down, coming out of the other end with the original version of Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. And that's the original album version, not that wimpy-ass single edit with less guitar soloing on it. That's the full five-minute version right there, the definitive version. That's what we do here on Rock Strikes 10. Hope you enjoyed that. 
If you are wowed by the fact that I love that song, then you haven't been listening too long. But I do appreciate you coming around, and I hope you stick around. Um, I'm thinking about doing, uh, just catching up on Season 2 of Stranger Things musically here for you guys. And if you'd like me to return to Stranger Things and wrap up some Season 2 stuff for you, let me know. You can go to cnjradio.com, home of this show here, Rock Strikes 10. Every episode ever of Rock Strikes 10 is on cnjradio.com. That's the only place where you can find all the episodes, guaranteed. Not even the rogue sites have those. So check them out. While you're there, stick around for our flagship, The Wrestling House Show. Speaking of the 80s, we're doing a ton of 80s retro reviews for the show, for a Wrestling House Show. All the big major supercards and pay-per-views of the 80s. And there, uh, there's a few up there right now, and we've got a ton in the bank, and they're just we're just going to start whipping them out now. So there you go, a little 80s tie-in there for you. You know, we're in the era of Hulkamania running wild and Dusty Rhodes running wild down south. And it's just a good old time, man. So go check it out on the Wrestling House Show. Also on cnjradio.com. Another fan of the 80s, Mr. Randy Brown with the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions. He definitely plays his fair share of retro and new wave and stuff like that, and even retro metal. But his show... Completely different than mine, but equally all over the place. Randy Brown, a true alternative. Check it out. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions. You can subscribe to that on all the platforms, and you can hear all the episodes on cnjradio.com, where you'll also find shows such as Last Theater with Chris, uh, The Sea of CNJ Radio, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. If you're a Stranger Things fan, you'll probably love the movies that Chris reviews on The Last Theater. So go check that out. Also, Talking Rock with myself and the great Mark Striegel from Talking Metal. A little offshoot of our two different shows here. We uh, pick a topic and talk about it for like a half hour or so. Nice show to have to play while you're going to work if you like to hear a rock talk. It's a lot of fun. We need to get a new episode up soon. Should be up soon, no problem. Also, yes, the latest venture of cnjradio.com, the I Am Vinyl podcast with myself and the great Pete LaRussa. It's now up and running. And we're two episodes in with a third on the way. I'm actually going to post it after I get off the air here tonight. So, uh, yeah, check that out. The I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete and Joey. And we're going to get out of here now. But, of course, we can't get out of here without thinking, last but not least, the great Pete LaRussa and Spacebeard for the awesome outro that we play on every episode. And if you get that reference, let me know as well, at least the song that you're about to hear. Because it is also a cover song. Yeah. One of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information. And also uh, purchase their latest album, Gone, which is excellent. And tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, we're going to get out of here. Let me know what you want to hear. Do you want me to do Stranger Things Season 2? And uh, I'm also needing to catch up on some of the deaths, you know, some of the people that left us over the last year and change. So I promise I'll get to that as well. Uh, but let me know. If you care enough to write to me, you might actually have some stroke here on what I post next. So, uh, yeah, let that one sink in there a little bit. Going to get out of here. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Have fun. <laughs>